Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hey guys, good morning, happy hump day, and welcome to this second edition <laughs> of the morning iced coffee date. Got my iced coffee here, um, and I have lots of stuff to talk to you guys about this morning. I have a whole list of things, so I think this is going to be really fun. I, I like this idea, um, and it, it reminds me of the early days of blogging, where I would just write whatever was on my mind that, smor- that morning. I would share my oatmeal or whatever I was eating for breakfast, um, and it really was like this casual approach to connecting with my readers and followers. Um, So I'm excited for this. I've been thinking about it a lot since yesterday. Yesterday it just kind of popped in my head and I just did it, but I'm like, I'm actually into this. I think this is going to work really well Um, because carrots and cake has always been that. As much as it's me sharing my life and my food and all that, it really is about the community and connecting with you guys. And I always approached my blog posts and even these lives and things like that is like talking to a friend and like just like I said, being like really casual and open. And you guys know I'm open and honest as I can be, you know, um, as somebody on the internet. So I just wanted to say I'm excited to do this and I have all sorts of things to talk to you guys about. So number one is um, the future of the podcast. (laughs) So I started this podcast all hot and heavy, was like totally into it. And then it's just kind of gone by the wayside. And really it's for a few reasons. One, I've been just so busy. I mean, clients are going to come first always. Um, We've had a lot of one-on-one clients and then I launched the mentorship. I'm working on Strong Made Simple and it's just like one thing after the next and I just feel like priorities were somewhere else. Um, But I've been thinking about the podcast and there was again a reason that I wanted to do it, just a way to connect with you guys, be casual as far as like these conversations go and I want to bring it back. So what I'm thinking is that I will do these lives because I love you guys on Instagram and they're a lot of fun to do, Um, but then reuse the audio and put it on the podcast. So if you're somebody that wants to just listen to me, uh, I think it would be a really great option. And I probably got a dozen comments from people saying that they liked this iced coffee idea and that they were going to listen to me in the morning while they were getting ready or they were going to work or drinking their coffee. Um, So I just kind of popped into my head as like, yeah, I listen to podcasts in the morning while I'm getting ready or when I'm driving somewhere. Um, So I figured it would be a nice way for more people to listen because I know, I mean, personally, like I have friends, family who have gotten off Instagram, have gotten off Facebook. They're just kind of like over it. Um, So I just want a way to connect with my readership who's not always on Instagram or doesn't have time to sit and watch a video or whatever it is. So um, just letting you guys know that I'm going to be putting this information on the podcast. So I published yesterday's iced coffee date on the podcast and you'll be able to listen to it. And then the other thing I want to tell you guys about, just to be like totally transparent and honest with you, and it might be something that you can relate with, is that when I was thinking about all this podcast stuff, sure, I gave you the reasons for why I was kind of on the backseat, but also um, because I really fell into like a comparison trap situation where I was just comparing what I was doing on the podcast to what other people have been doing on their podcast. And I mean, my podcast is brand new. I'm still figuring it out. (laughs) 
I'm just getting my feet wet, figuring out exactly what it's going to be. And I was comparing it to the podcasts that I listen to. And you know what? The ones I listen to are about nutrition and fitness and business. And they're very well done. They're very well researched. Um, typically, there's a whole team of people, you know, putting this podcast together. And I just, you know, on my side of things, it's just me doing this podcast. I'm doing all the tech, doing all the editing. Um, it's a one-man show over here, and I was even telling Mal the other night, I'm like, I'm losing money on this podcast, you know what I mean? As far as just paying for the hosting, paying for the transcribing, like all that stuff, and I was just kind of like feeling down in the dumps about it, and to the point where I almost had like that fixed mindset about it. Instead of seeing it as a challenge or something um, that I can learn from and grow and make better, I was like, I'm just going to do nothing. <laughs> like not do anything. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there. You guys might be able to resonate with what I'm saying. Cause I think sometimes we become so overwhelmed and we compare ourselves to other people. And instead of looking at it with more of that growth mindset that like, oh, I'm going to learn from this and I'm going to be better because of it. It's just a puzzle that I need to figure out. Um, you just don't do anything or you almost self-sabotage yourself and just like quit essentially. Um, so just wanted to throw that out there. Um, I also got a really nice pep talk from Jill Coleman, who is my business mentor. Um, and she made the point, she was like, yeah, you are listening to these like sciencey, like nutrition podcasts about the gut microbiome and mold and whatever else. And she was like, most of your followers are not listening to that type of content. And if they are, those podcasts already exist. She was like, they are following you because they like you and they want to hear about what you're doing and your opinion on things and your take on macros and hormones. So she's like, don't get wrapped up in all the other stuff just focus on your stuff and just make it the best you can so all this to say podcast is coming back I'm just gonna have a very chill approach to it um, and make it my own just like Jill said very carrots and cake very casual um, you know talking about my life and updates and my opinion on things my take on things and of course fusing in some of the macro education and the hormones and you know the stuff that like I'm really passionate about and care about and know a lot about um, of course IBD will be in there as well so I am totally rambling, but just wanted to give you a little background of kind of where the podcast stands and what's going on with that and just share that information about um, the comparison trap and that growth first fixed mindset because I think a lot of us um, fall into that trap from time to time with, you know, health and nutrition and whatever else in life, relationships. Um, and, you know, being a quote unquote influencer, you know, I'm not immune to that. And I mean, clearly I let the podcast like die for like two, two months. So, um, anyways, bringing it back. Um, and then other things to talk to you about. So, um, mold. So we found mold in our house, which we are shocked about. So we did the Ermi test, um, which is in by Enviro, I'll get the name for you. But if you Google Ermi mold test, it will just come right up in a search. But it's kind of like the gold standard. It was developed by the EPA. Um, it's a really good test, um, home test that you can just do at home. You don't have to have like anybody like come to your house or anything like that. So did the Ermi test. This house was built in the 80s. It's not super duper old. Um, and it seems very very dry like that's why we were like kind of shocked um we did the test just to be like all right let's just rule out that there's not mold in this house um and i mean even just like walking around the house looking in the basement our basement is completely dry like there is not an like a drop of um, moisture down there 
The attic, I'm a little suspicious about. I kind of want to go up there and look around a little bit because we did have a roof thing. I thought it was just the shingles on the outside and not really like an actual leak, but we got to figure that out. But anyways, so we have mold. It's not like the highest it could be, but it's high-ish. Um, and it makes sense. I mean, I, we moved to this house and I developed that cough within a few months of moving here. Um, so I always thought it was the Antivio. I mean, it could have been the Antivio, could have been this mold thing, but it just correlates with what we've been seeing on the tests um, because my moat test was through the roof mold issue. Um, and I've talked about this a little bit, but I lived in a moldy house when we were in Weymouth. That was 100% mold, wet basement, um, mildew and mold on our stuff. Like not a doubt in my mind that we had mold in that house. And then I grew up in a moldy house. Um, it was a super duper old house. Our um, attic was always wet. Our basement was always wet. House was built in 1903, so very, very old. So I basically grew up with old and then have lived in moldy houses over the years. Um, so not to say that like mold is like the only cause of the UC and the IBD stuff, um, but I'm sure it's not, <laughs> it's, it's contributing. It's um, definitely um, something to think about and um, my body could 100% be reacting to it because we saw the mold or we saw, we didn't see any mold on the BioFX test. I shared it the other day in my stories, but the BioFX test was fascinating because there were so many good things about my gut as far as diversity, um, its ability to fight pathogens. Like it looked really good. It looked really good in so many areas and one area it was totally thrown off and it was basically um, the resistance of my gut bacteria, which basically says like how stable my gut is. Um, so between the good and the bad bacteria and basically at any point in time, um, the bad bacteria could take over. It just, it was going to say that or it's basically saying that um, things were just very, very unstable, which makes sense if there was mold in my system. The test doesn't look at mold, um, but it just gave us some good information as far as what's going on there. Um, and yes, um, some of the bacteria were like really low and really high. Um, so we just need to balance those things about uh, around. <laughs> Can't talk right now. I'm like reading what people are writing and talking to you guys at the same time. Um, thank you for the nice comment. Um, but yes, just me being me. Um, okay, so that's the mold update. Um, I, I guess I could talk a little bit about the protocol that we're doing. I've gotten a lot of questions about it. And of course, it's very individual to my situation. You know, Ryan and I have developed this together. Um, but it's pretty much antifungals mixed with biocidin to break down the biofilms. I also have a... Um, Myco balance from biome labs to further help like break down those biotoxins and like the um, I can't remember what they're called flanges whatever like the the things are that like protect the mold um, and then binders just tons of binders so um, just trying to get all that stuff out of my system um, and that's pretty much it of course um, I've been doing um, castor oil packs. Uh, I've been trying to hunt down infrared sauna. There's a place opening up at Derby Street. Um, I think like next week or the week after. I already signed up. Gonna be there. Um, and uh, I think that's about it. Just really like anything to help with detox. Oh, I did some like liver support too. Um, just because <laughs> all of this stuff coming out of my system is making my skin break out really bad and it's driving me crazy. So we're just trying to like get past that. 
So yeah, that's pretty much the, the protocol. Um, of course, like if you feel like you have mold stuff going on, reach out to a practitioner because there are tests that can help you identify it. And then I don't want to say the, mo the protocol is simple, um, but like once you figure out there's mold, there's definitely a way to help move it through your system to get it out. And of course, getting out of the house where the mold is or dealing with the mold is, you know, a big step of that too. So we're figuring that out. I think the next step is hiring an inspector to come in and kind of like figure out where it is. Like I said, I feel like the attic could be the issue. So we will dig into that. And then the next thing I was going to talk to you guys about, I need sips of coffee in between these topics. Um, Quinn is going back to a full-time school in two weeks. So he's been going, he's, we've been very, very lucky. Like Hanover, they've been amazing through this whole pandemic, uh, remote learning. Um, and Quinn has been in school four full days. So, I mean, we've been very, very lucky. He goes on the bus, he goes to school, you know, eight to three, eight thirty to three. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Eight thirty to three. Um, he gets on the bus at eight. I don't know. Um, but full four full days and now he's going to be going five full days. So this Wednesday and next Wednesday are our last remote days. And I think I'm a little bit sad just because, you know, we do our work in the morning and then we kind of have the afternoon to do whatever we want. And it's been really nice just like hanging out with him. Um, there's definitely challenges as far as remote learning goes. I mean, we've definitely had fights and crying and crying from both of us. <laughs> like it can be very, very frustrating trying to teach your kids at home. Um, so definitely like pros and cons of him going back. I mean, more pros for sure, but um, we're making the most of our last two Wednesdays together. So today um, we are going out to lunch. Um, we're gonna get oysters since they're his favorite and he hasn't had them in a while. And then I think we're gonna go hit some golf balls. So that is our Wednesday, very exciting. Um, and I think next week we are going to go rock climbing. So we just have some like fun adventures for just the two of us to hang out because you know, after this he's gonna be in, well, in theory, he's gonna be in school every single day until he goes off to college. So I'm just making, making the most of our mama, Quinn mama days. Um, but yeah, I'm <laughs> kind of on the fence about seeing remote learning go away. <laughs> it's been hard at times, but, um, but good, but good. He's, he has the opportunity to go to school full time. So that's on the agenda today. Um, and then just a quick date on the NutriSense. Um, I'm going to do like a full episode, like live or something about it in detail, but I'm still wearing it. It's on the back of my arm here. Um, I do have a two week trial. Um, NutriSense did give me, um, a free trial and, I have to say it has been the most fascinating thing I have ever done. Like I highly recommend this. Um, of course, you know, if you think you have blood sugar issues, it would be really, really helpful, especially if like you're in the pre-diabetes or diabetes range. Um, they say, you know, 88% of the population has some sort of metabolic issue. Um, so I feel like a lot of people might fall into this category, um, but it has been so, so interesting um, just to see um, what I'm eating and how my body responds. Um, but then also it helps as far as behavior change. And like initially or originally before I started using this, I was somebody who ate a very high carb diet just because I like carbs, they worked for me. Um, and I started using this and I was like, wow, those carbs are really spiking up my insulin um, or glucose, not insulin, glucose. 
um, and it just surprised me. And I mean, I I eat mostly like healthy carbs, like bananas and squash and potatoes and you know oats, stuff like that. Um, but I also eat things like rice cakes and waffles and um, I'm trying to think of other things that like really spiked it. Um, cookies. <laughs> <laughs> cereal granola there we go I'm like what have I been eating lately um, just spiked it up so so much and it was almost kind of like well you don't need to have like such a big spike all the time not to say that you can't have those spikes it's not a bad thing of course like how your body responds is really what's most important but I've started to add more fat and protein into my diet or just being more conscious about it I've always kind of been like a healthy eater like well-rounded eater um, but just being more intentional with that and lowering my carbs a little bit so um, I don't want to say like low carbs like like moderate I would say the lowest I go is like 160 so 160 to like 180 190 up in there so it's not like I'm eating low carb but more moderate carbs um, and I've seen such a better response with my glucose levels and those spikes and things like that um, so it's just been really good for behavior change I guess um, and I'm coming to the end of two weeks two weeks the end will be on Friday so I just have a few more days um, and it has been awesome like initially I was like oh I'm gonna use this thing forever it's gonna be like the best tool but now that I've done it for almost two weeks like I get it like I understand what's going on with my body I understand the foods that like work and don't work so it could be something that you try out for two weeks get the data that you need and then just you know plan your life differently um, as far as what you're eating <laughs> you can plan your life however you want um, but the other thing I've noticed that has been really interesting is that um, my glucose sensitivity gets less and less as the day goes on so for me eating carbs in the morning and around my workout and things like that I have a much better response and then in the afternoon they're okay but dinner time um, is when I really see those high spikes so I've been eating more low carb at dinner which actually fills me up more and I don't wake up in the middle of the night hungry anymore although that hasn't happened in a long time I've been working on that for a while but um, I had really messed up blood sugar when I was doing orange theory and when I was super duper stressed and I would wake up in the middle of the night with like my stomach growling so um, it just yeah it's been it's been such a cool tool so I will give you guys more details about that but um, like I said the company gave me a free sensor to try out for two weeks um, if you're interested you can save $25 with the code carrots and cake um, so definitely definitely check it out it's not cheap like it's probably like a couple hundred dollars to try it out for two weeks but it is totally worth it to get that data and I've even had one-on-one -on -one clients sign up for it because they just want to get the data and I I just think it's so so interesting for like everything that you're doing as far as like health and wellness and all that good stuff uh, where did you get your jeans so these are from stitch fix um, and I want to say they're gonna be included in the Friday five coming up because I really like them <laughs> <laughs> really like them too. Um, they're 1822 denim, I think is the, the brand. And I think they are, oh, I can't remember if they're like boyfriend jeans or cuff jeans. I can't remember the exact name, but the brand is 1822. They sell them at Nordstrom and they have their own site, but I'll, I, I'll include the details in the Friday Five um, for sure. But yes, like them a lot. And they're really affordable. They were like 50 bucks, like super affordable. Um, so jeans. <laughs> um, okay guys, I have rambled on. Hopefully you enjoyed this coffee date. Um, I will have all sorts of new topics for you tomorrow. Um, and yeah, have, have a great hump day.